My friends, I'm sorry. I thought we had a shot. There's just too many of them. But there are more of us, Poe. I told you already, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Impressive. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. Have spoken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 189 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Araj Dolit Shahi, and my co-pilot for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, the shaven head still looking. Did you just get a shaven like yesterday or today? Um, Saturday. It looks or good. No, Sunday. Thank you. Yeah. Mr. Carlos. Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch Crunch. The man who is here on time because we started early and he's still here on time. Maybe something in the world is making that happen. Mr. Les is. On time. Gonzalez. The man we call King Tom. The man who reads books faster than Hussein Bolt runs around a track. Mr. Tom Chansky. How you doing, buddy? I don't read him that fast, but yeah, I guess I read him fast. <laughs> it's gonna be that kind of week it's gonna be that kind of show the man we call el hombre the man who sometimes <laughs> i got nothing <laughs> i got absolutely nothing this week i've been so solid the last two weeks with like songs let me see if i can pull a song out of my ass really quick on three one two and three what was that song by chris christopherson Sail away. Oh, I forget it. That Mr. was Christopher Cross. Oh, what did I say? Christopher Columbus? Chris Christo- Christopherson. <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's an actor. Son of a... I completely... He was a musician, too. Yeah, he, he is a musician. That's right. That's right. Christopher Columbus. He was known for his dope uh, soft pop hits. <laughs> he, he was back in the day. He, yeah. was a, he was a crooner, that guy. Mr. Yeah, Eric... Strathers, how you doing, dude? <laughs> Buddy, you know what, man? I am great. I really am decided good. to be great. Good, good. I'm glad everybody is doing okay. It's been a crazy... We recorded last week, and then we were talking about stuff with the coronavirus, and then all of a sudden, like two days later, things got even really serious. And then now, it's like Jiminy Crickets, the entire country and the entire world is just being pretty much shut down. 
if you're not already at home because you can't go to work, it's just, it's nuts out there. So how is it? I'm going to start with you guys. You know, we're close over here. How are you guys doing? Eric, you go first. How's it going over there? Man, it's, I'm torn between being really proud of people and really disappointed in humanity all at the same time. And like, it's yeah. a real fine line. My kids are out of school for two weeks at minimum. There's a ban on any gathering above 50 people. We have decided to forego having church at all. We're doing online streaming. Oh, wow. And just really hoping the congregation follows through and gives because that's, that's our product. That's, what, that's how we generate income. And all sure. my gigs are canceled. And you know what, man? I get it. And for the, so many people are being so cool. But when I see the selfishness of, look, I understand that this sucks on so many levels. But and when I see people like so many people are losing their jobs temporarily. And I'm like, well, on the other hand, people are losing their lives permanently. I, I just don't understand the callousness of it for some people. and. You know, seeing these douchebag things like the coronavirus challenge going around where these young people are what? licking sinks and doorknobs and everything else. Are you and for real? I, I haven't totally even seen serious, that. Totally serious, man. It oh pisses me off. And and then you see all these oh spring breakers on the yeah, on that, the news who are like, This is crap. And I and when people say I think they're making too big of a deal about this, based on what? The fact that you wish it wasn't like this? Dude, I'm just going to, I'm sorry to go off on such a tear, but no, 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 no. I mean, this is what we're living in right now. Traditionally, man, long term, I would have been a naysayer. This Mm -hmm. is crap, so on and so on. But man, you really dig deep and you look into what's going on. Some, anybody who says this is a hoax, one of my buddies, this is the biggest global hoax perpetrated by blah, blah, blah. And I blew this guy's mind. I said, just, Hey, let's erase all this. Let's, and let me, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Okay, Disney voluntarily closed both their parks in the US, right? Mm-hmm. Let me explain something to you. Disney loves money. And Disney <laughs> has so much money that they could throw it at this thing to prove it wasn't real if that was the case. And they would do it in order to keep making the money that they're making. But they're not. Absolutely. Same with the That's NBA, right. same with all these sports teams. And to act like we're so insulated from the rest of the world, and it, you know, then I start seeing how all oh, this is just an attack on Trump, and China would love nothing more than blah blah blah. It's like for f's sake, some things are bigger than us, and be decent people, man. Come on. One thing I can say, man, is that you've seen like certain elements of humanity where people are being so kind to each other. You're you you see some of these crappy things on the news. I saw. Uh, actually, somebody just took the video with their cell phone of some lady with like four packs of toilet paper in her car and this old woman who's easily in her mid-60s to possibly mid-70s just trying to take one of the packs and the lady's fighting her. And oh the people, people intervened. And this lady, actually, this lady had to be in her 70s, gets it. And the woman's walking away, you know, cussing everybody out. Dude, we're all people, man. Put yourself in somebody else's shoes for a minute. They're not thrilled with this situation either and people are scared you know and when people are scared they have uh, two options and one of them is to act like the shittiest person in the world and the other is to not do that those are those are basically where you're at and whether they're scared because they're afraid they might get sick or they're scared because their financial situation is in jeopardy people are scared and you got to treat them good you got to be kind to each other amen 
Mm-hmm. How about you? How about you, King Tom? How's it over there? Um, Ohio pretty much shut things down late last week over the weekend. The kids are off from school for at least three weeks, but we've been told it might be longer. Restaurants, everything is closed. Restaurants are open for takeout. That's, I mean, Eric mentioned earlier, you know, people are losing their jobs. If there's a restaurant you like in your area and it, it won't let you eat in, consider takeout every yeah. now and then. Just show them your night. appreciation. Give, give, you know, give them a big tip. Always tip your takeout people, even when you're not in a recession. Uh, I was a takeout person and it sucked. So, <laughs> you know, my, my current job, I'm going to be working from home starting tomorrow. It sucks. For a number of people, I know, you know, I, I'm going to be home with my kids, my wife working from home, and other people have it a lot worse than I do. Mm-hmm. And it's, this is easy for me to say, but I know the thing that's going to get me through it is I know it's not entirely going to be fun because this many people, you know, we don't have a big house, not a lot of people, not a lot of places people can go, but just try and make the best of it. Um, you know, I've seen, I, I like the videos of, that people are posting on Twitter of over in Europe, you know, you see the people opening up their windows and singing and playing music. Oh, and it's so cool, isn't it? It's the coolest thing. I, you know, th- there used to be a woman in my neighborhood who lives across the street from me. She, she played violin for the symphony. And every oh. now and then on a summer night, she'd be out on her front porch practicing. She doesn't live there anymore. So I don't think we're going to get any, you know, spur of the moment recitals, but just try and make the best of what you can, because this is, it's going to be like this for, too long, longer than any of us want, but we yes. will make it through. I just want to say thank you to all my friends out there, people on Twitter, podcasters, you guys, because I know it's a shitty situation for everyone, but you know, communicating with you, listening to you, being with you guys right now is, is, is helping make it better for me. Oh, absolutely. That's a huge thing. And thank you for everybody who's checked in. Like I've been checking into a lot of people and I just random people that listen to us sending me DMs, seeing how we're doing. Eric's right. It, this It's a chance for, and we've been so divided in this country. It's time to get together. And this is the only way we'll ever get through this thing is if we get together and make this work. And Eric said, there are people out there that think this is some kind of joke. I talked to somebody in their 20s today that asked me when I think the baseball season is going to start. That was his first question. And I said, well, I, you know, I probably in August or you know, maybe, who knows, maybe it's not going to start. And his reaction was, really? Do you think this thing is for real? And I almost like lost my mind. I said, I think it's for real because it's people like you aren't taking it seriously. That's why it's for real because you're not being responsible. People that are on spring break, having a good old time, people think it's a coastal issue. I've heard that also. For I mentioned last week that we have a really, really close friend that had to be tested. Unfortunately, he came out positive. So he's in quarantine. He doesn't have any symptoms, but yeah, he's positive for coronavirus and he can't do anything but try to write it out. For for everybody out there, be safe, wash your hands, do everything the guidelines tell you to do. We will come out of this. And podcasters, keep podcasting. Keep doing what you're doing. Like King Tom said, you're entertaining us and we really appreciate it and stay safe and all that great stuff. But we're here at the Sith List to try to get you, get that out of your head for a little bit. We'll talk about how it's affecting entertainment because there's certain things that are happening. Uh, but other than that, let's have some fun, man. You guys ready to have some fun? Always. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Boo, you doing good? Les, you doing good? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, yeah, a little worried. Work yeah. Work is a bit nuts. Work is a bit nuts because everybody's imagine, yeah. ordering everything. Shit. You know, like, like you said, everybody just be patient. We're, you know, everybody's working as hard as they can from the top to the bottom. You know, be understanding. You know, just like, uh, you know, King Tom said, you know, 
understand who is and what they're doing and how they're doing from the guy who makes your pizza, the guy who delivers it, to the guy who makes the cheese for it, all that stuff, to the guy who handles your stuff and mm-hmm. all that. Just be, mm-hmm. just be patient and understanding. That's, that's all we can ask that's for. It. Listen to some, uh, that's what friends are for, I think. I mean, uh, that's what I do every day. <laughs> yeah, I listen to that because I was listening to the, this is a good story, I was listening to the Bad Motivators a couple episodes ago. And Man, you must have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad it's getting. Yeah. Just kidding. That's a sign. Just kidding. It was a fantastic episode, except for one little thing. Mr. Eric Struthers, who I find to be a very nice guy. He's, uh, I, I thought we were friends. Where is this? But he continued to go on and blast me on his podcast. Pretty much said that he doesn't like me. I think he said I'm a piece of shit, if I'm not mistaken. There it is. I think, I think it came out. It was, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. So I had it to all rebuttal this. You know, it does. <laughs> Unfortunately, Verified. you're right. My boss always says, if your mom says she loves you, still check it out. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got... The opportunity while I was home, because, you know, there's nothing else going on, to rebuttal his, 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 uh, inf- you, mean, you mean respond, right? Not rebuttal. Well, I, th- I felt like Not it was, but I think, no, no, I thought it was a rebuttal because I, yeah, it he's, was kind he's of like issuing, he's giving a rebuttal. Okay, because I was going to say, not does a that verb, mean it's a Struthers thing. presented an argument as to why you're a piece of shit? Kind of. And then you're oh, going to wow. defend yourself. Yes. You should have hired someone. Shut up. <laughs> There's plenty of people out of work right well, now. Well, I, I said, if you haven't listened to the Bad Motivators, you should, because I sent over a voicemail and I pretty much invited myself to come on on Monday for the next episode. Yeah, and and we're going to do it up. all. We're going to hash it all out there. So, Eric, we're going to be cordial tonight. Sure, man. I guess if we have to. As much as we can be. Wait a minute. Is Eric okay, man? I think he went at it with King Tom for a while and now he's going at it with you. <laughs> it seems like this was it's I love next. You, Eric. Hey, just you're let next. me know, man. I love you, bro. It's a trend. I love you, dude. It's a trend. He did say the only reason he does this show is because of you three, not me. You guys are all free. Oh, good, good. <laughs> but this we is, will. It is all true. <laughs> actually if you if you listen to this week's episode of the bad motivators and i hope everybody did because it was a I really did. good one uh, i did really i did go on and talk about how great i actually think Araj is i mentioned that the he's handsome as the day is long and mm-hmm. uh you. just yeah so there but then you, you but then you try to finish the sentence and you said you couldn't do it <laughs> i don't know if you forgot that part he just said, I can't do this. I can't do this. He's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. The two aren't mutually exclusive. That's true. That's true. Well, we are proud members of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please tune into podcasts that are on that network. They're on the podcast tab. Check them out. They're all fantastic. They're all great. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Steel had Pete Fletcher on from around the galaxy. And I think mm-hmm. vice versa, Steel is yep. going to be on around the galaxy. I think they did a home and home, as they say. I can't wait to listen to those guys. Those are the two coolest guys in the Star Wars community. So that's going to be really cool. Check that out. Check out all the great podcasts on the Making Star Wars Podcast Network, like I said before. And for Star Wars news, makingstarwars.net. They have all kinds of cool stuff going on there all the time. So check them out. For all things Sith List, go to the Sith List.net. You can listen to our episodes. You can get links to stuff you can buy with all kinds of cool clothes and stickers and mugs and all kinds of cool stuff on TeePublic. You can email us, the SithList at gmail.com. We got a bunch of cool emails this week. And again, you can check out King Tom taking a deuce with his beautiful legs. That wasn't a fake thing. That was real. And it's on there. Box office. So let's talk a little box office. From boxofficepro.com, concerns over... COVID-19 
have continued to increase and have an effect on the global box office. This weekend's top 10 combined for an estimated $50 million, which is the lowest week combined gross for the top 10 since 1995, with all holdovers dropping 60% or more compared to last week. With all new wide release postponed until April 10th, things are unlikely to improve. So this is how crazy it is. Onward, on its second week, Pixar film made $10 million. In a, in a new Pixar film at that. A new Pixar high. film. Yeah. With big time actors, A-listers on there, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. I Still Believe made 9.5 and Bloodshot made 9.3. It is getting hit hard. Now, I know some of the studios are putting out films that are out on the movie theaters right now, putting them out on streaming, yeah, then early, you can yeah, buy them. Early mm-hmm. release, uh, digital, early digital release, and, and, and also keeping them in the theaters too. And then they're selling for like 20 bucks? Is that what it is? I think, you I buy think t- that's one of the suggested prices is like $20 to rent it or you know, rent. Um, and then buying options will come a couple months from now. Because I know Universal, the Invisible Man is out there right now. You can watch it. Bird, Birds of Prey is, Birds also, of Prey is out there. And, uh, is it out now or is it the end of the month? I think it's on the 24th, oh, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. By the time they hear this, maybe, huh? So I know the 24th Emma is of March, Friday. near the 30th. Yeah, this, oh, okay. this next coming Friday. Which is, I think, the only way the, these movies can survive and the way that they can make money at this point. Nobody's, the theaters over here are shut down. We, we can't go mm-hmm. see a movie. Same, Same over there. Yep. So this is the reality that we're living in right now. Dun, 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 We've been on a Jurassic dun, Park dun, run in my house. Nice. My, uh, That's awesome. On this, I, so I do a, show, a Patreon show on, for Bad Motivators called Strother's Family Secrets. And in this most recent episode, I talked to my kids about the dinosaurs and all that stuff. And Henry told me that the dinosaurs went extinct because of diabetes. Oh. And I said, do you mean oh diabetes? God. He's like, no. Diabetes. So there you That's go, man. Scientific That's minds. really good. That's Diabetes really good one. killed the dinosaurs. Life uh, 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 finds a way. The Star Wars Report. Kylo, let's get some Eric Struthers Star Wars Report going. It's time for Eric's Star Wars Report. Well, man, in crazy news, they announced that the next Star Wars movie will actually be coming out this year. I'm just kidding. Uh, there's nothing. <laughs> but what we did get was a surprise early home release of the rise of skywalker and you you know i honestly have been waiting for somebody to go that the whole reason they did this was because everybody's stuck at home and they figured they would never be able to get anybody to watch this movie unless they were like in prison so here you go (laughs) but uh surprisingly nobody's made that that snap judgment (laughs) but now's our chance so go ahead and somebody get on that on the internet and see how that works out but anyway in all seriousness, the, the streaming release of The Rise of Skywalker is out. And in typical fashion, I refuse to pay for it because I'm buying two of the Blu-ray sets. And I'll be damned if I'm going to pay for it a third time. Two is enough. But have any of you guys checked that out? I have. You know what? I have not yet. And I feel so ashamed that I haven't done that. Fake fan. What is? Yeah. What is wrong <laughs> with me? What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> Oh, now I won't even tell you what I watched last night. It'll make it even a thousand times worse. What'd you watch uh, last night? Cats? I watched the, Mer- I watched the American Idol. <laughs> oh, oh still having what? That? Yeah, I'm telling you, me and Lorena are digging American Idol, getting emotional, sitting there. It's pretty, oh, wow. uh, pretty yeah, I it's think, pretty. I think anything now is good to go. 
anything you want to anything that entertains you now fuck it go for yeah, it yeah but now when there's mm-hmm. I know that Liza Skywalker I, out there I know but but whatever tickles your fancy at the moment I think there is zero judgment going on nowadays no trust me I'm gonna I get don't know I, I think I, I yeah. see where you're see? coming from boo but in this particular case mm-hmm. I think there's judgment for sure anything yeah. except no, no. for American Idol there you go I'm, thank you I'm, I'm judging myself right now I'm judging myself <laughs> I, I'm judging myself so much that I want to edit this out of this podcast, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I can't now. <laughs> no. <sighs> Some other things you should edit, but not no, that. I have a question, though, for the people that have seen it. I know King Tom has seen it. And what, American Idol? Yes. Ryan mm. Seacrest is beer. No, just kidding. <laughs> King Tom and, and have you seen it, Boo, yet? The digital? No. How dare you then? I, I watch American Idol. No though. wonder you didn't want to oh. judge me on this. Eric and King Tom. Now, there was no deleted scenes, Correct. 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 Now, does this get back to the theory that I think I said early on when we found out there wasn't a list of deleted scenes? Do you think they're saving these for a supercut, a re-release of the whole thing? Uh, King Tom, do you want to grab this? I have some thoughts on it, but if you have an answer prepared. I, I don't have anything really prepared or major other than maybe they might release it again later on. But Eric is usually smarter than I am. Oh, please. I don't think that's... Oh, now you guys love each other. But here's my deal. I don't think that they'll ever release it again with extensive changes like deleted scenes. And the reason I think this is that, number one, the amount of crap that had just surrounded the movie to begin with. I think that in and of itself has probably put Lucasfilm in a position where they're like, all right, we did it. We're done. Let's figure out what's next instead of continuing to try to, I don't want to say beat a dead horse, but you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They've obviously not been able to make everybody happy. So what they're, they're best thing to do now is distance themselves from or move forward from it. And if, if they were to release it again, if they've got, if it's going to change it drastically whatsoever, uh, I think it'd have to be a pretty long cut to really mm-hmm. turn change the movie. Mm-hmm. My guess is is that to couple with all this, they so many of the deleted scenes probably didn't fit in the storyline of the movie anymore. It wasn't just that there was so much of it. It was like if we added this scene back in there or if we had included it, it would have taken the movie in a different direction. And that's not what they want to do with deleted scenes. Most of most deleted scenes in at least the Star Wars movies have been things that just would have added to the story. Yeah, right. I don't I don't know if what they cut out of the movie are deleted scenes so much as they are extended versions of scenes we already have. Yeah, okay. that's true too. That's true too. Um my guess is that any scenes that were deleted were deleted because the direction of the storyline changed mm-hmm. as opposed to Am I making sense? And yeah, so, because you know, we kept hearing all these rumors that they filmed twelve different endings and yeah. all this. And no, this. I don't think. Yeah, I think the beginning of the movie was a little bit longer and a little bit different, maybe. But here's a question that I'll throw out there: How much money do you think it would make if it did put all those deleted scenes in there? Let's say there's 25 minutes extra of footage, so we have a three-hour movie. Do you think that we would get near the 200, 300 million dollar range? Star Wars fans are diehards. I have a feeling it just might. Does that include a theatrical re-release? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Theat- oh. Only theatrical. Oh, only the- um, Do you remember when Batman versus Superman or Justice League, one, one of them did that? They brought it back and they just had some bullshit scenes that didn't add anything to the film? Oh, they did add. Not, not enough, but they not did enough, add. Not enough, but yeah. they did it to make a little bit more money yeah. because it struggled a little bit. Yeah. 
not that this movie struggled, it's billion 73 million. Mm -hmm. Like it's made a lot of money, man. Do you think it could make around $200 million? Yeah. I think between 70 and 125. 70, 125. Yeah. I was thinking a hundred person. Yeah. Only because there's some fans that won't go see it because they didn't like the film when they Mm -hmm. watched the first time. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. And and that's what drives my, yeah, that's what drives my answers is is that they would have had to, if they were going to do that, it would have had to been three weeks after it came out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But for what little of the extra scenes I have or at the extra uh, bonus features that I have seen, there's some pretty cool stuff in there, man. There's Mm -hmm. a pretty long documentary. It was a feature length documentary. There's a piece of about uh, John Williams. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's sort of your standard fare. But I heard the John Williams thing is amazing. I haven't finished watching. Yeah, it's oh, okay. it's like I think ten minutes long, and for what it is, it's 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 very good. But that documentary is incredible. You know, it continues the tradition of having these great documentaries go along with Star Wars movies. And for anyone who says that, you know, and I know people have their problems with his writing, and I completely get it. Uh, but that Chris Terrio didn't know Star Wars or didn't pay attention to the themes, or that JJ didn't care about this movie, that is absolutely not true. Uh, because the amount of work and themselves that they put into this movie is it, it really comes through and that's that's what i heard yeah i think the crew they've been doing this they've been living these star wars lives for 6 years so i think naturally they are tired and ready to move on to something else but at the same time it looks like these people had fun making this movie yeah i can't wait to watch it after american idol <laughs> just kidding. actually i'm gonna buy it tonight and watch it i'm not even gonna edit this podcast i'm just gonna watch it that's what Forget i would do that's what i would yeah do. Uh, king tom mentioned earlier we got the rise of skywalker novelization the expanded mm-hmm. novelization i haven't been able to get into it too terribly far but uh loving it very yep. I, I like ray carson's writing style mm-hmm. it's pretty breezy and um, King Tom, you finished it, uh, what, 10 minutes before it actually got released, right? Because of the <laughs> way you read. Not quite, but almost. Typical Chansky. And, but and, yeah, uh, I, I definitely agree. It's, it's breezy, but in a good way. It adds a lot to the movie. You, you don't know if, if these are, like we were talking about earlier, extended scenes or deleted scenes. But there are things that, obviously not in the movie, that just add so much to it. and. I think there are a number of things, some of them that are out there that we know of already that answer questions or proves theories right. And it, it's, it's a very fulfilling read. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to diving back into it. Now, we got an email. I got excited because we have an email from someone that has never emailed us before. And Sam emailed us and she uh, want to talk a little Star Wars and let's, uh, let's read Sam's email. Hey guys, sorry if this goes too long. I was very hesitant about how Star Wars would go under Disney, and to be honest, I was I was surprised at how much I loved it. Though I'm predisposed to love anything Star Wars. Yeah, I hear you. Now that the Skywalker saga is over, I'm excited to see what's next. I have always been a huge fan of Knights of the Old Republic, Kotor for those of you out there, uh, games, and would like an adaptation. Though I think it would be better in an animation or anime platform. What do you guys think of that? <sighs> What do y'all think about Star Wars in an anime format that was targeted at an older audience? Sam, you're talking my words. You're preaching right here. I think it would open the doors to new fans. While I love the Clone Wars and Rebels, they were targeting a younger audience. 
Anyway, I love the podcast. You guys are great. And the Sith List is by far one of the better Star Wars podcasts. Keep up the good work. Stay safe. Wow. Sam. Sam, keep sending emails. Thank you very much. I've been preaching this for a long time. Maybe she got us confused with another Star Wars podcast because she says we're one of the better ones. So I don't know. Maybe this was a mistake. Well, we thank you either way. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think this is a perfect idea. Knights of the Old Republic anime style for an older audience. Please, Disney Plus, make it happen and give some royalties to Sam. God sakes. Yeah, no, that sounds like a great idea. I would love them as as feature-length theatrical release movies, but if I can get them in any form, and especially that kind of a form, where it's a, a more of an adult, an adult anime, oh, hell yeah. That'd be great. And and I think that would be an art style that I would dig, because I as the Clone Wars and other things like that, it, uh, not really my favorite kind of art style. I think an anime art style kind of lends itself more towards the the uh, the Clone Wars miniseries that was on Cartoon Network, mm. where it would look similar to that, which something that I love. You like that, huh? Loved it, yeah. So if if it's that if we can get, uh, I get, get it. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, Brandon Tartakovsky. Yes, that's the right. Who uh, he has a Gindy. series out? Genity. Uh, Say Gindy. Sorry, Gindy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know what? I always mix that up. The Brandon Tartakovsky. You don't have to great, explain yourself to me, buddy. Producer for NBC, NBC guy. Tartakovsky. Yeah, NBC guy. Uh, Gindy Tartakovsky. Tartakovsky, I'm sorry if I messed that up. Yeah, he has Primal and Samurai Jack is to his credit. Oh, that's right. Samurai Jack's so, cool. Yeah. It was very Samurai Jack-ish. Yes. It was. Yeah. It really was. Samurai Jack's coming out with a video game, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Look back to Star Wars, cool. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm down with it. I think they have enough venues of you know content delivery systems that they could get something like that out, and there are enough people who like Star Wars that it's it'll hit with one of their audiences. And I don't think they need to make something that appeals. To, obviously the movie should appeal to the widest audience possible, mm-hmm. but they, they can make things that target specific audiences. And I just want to go back to what Sam said at the beginning of, of the email where, you know, I, I had that too, where when I saw Disney was buying Lucasfilm, I was having these nightmarish visions of Mickey, Luke and goofy Vader. And in this, you know, in the, in the seven years <laughs> since I, we have not seen anything like that. I am. And I'm, so pleased. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I would totally be into it. I think it'd be a cool format. It'd be a cool way to tell a story. And especially if it was aimed at adults, because I mean, my kids have enjoyed the Star Wars animated stuff, but ultimately in the big picture, I'm watching them more than they are. <laughs> and you might as well aim it at me anyway, then if that's going to be the case. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I've been trying to push for such a long time. I'd love to see that happen one day. Yeah, because quite frankly, if you take something like um, the movies, in theory, are aimed at grown-ups. I mean, they're not, but you understand what I'm saying. They're not. This, it's not like it's aimed at eight-year-olds. They're made in a, a way that yeah. grown-ups enjoy them, and sure. y- your kids love them also. So they don't have to be, you don't have to aim low. And so I no, think you don't. doing something like that would be really cool. And uh, it's a cool way to tell a story. And yeah, a feature length animated film would be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I would go to the theater to see that. I, I think some people might be scared too after the Clone Wars animated movie. But uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate you listening. And thank you for the nice, kind words at the end. We really appreciate that as well. Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 4, Eric. Oh, dude. Yeah. Unfinished business. And so this wraps up the Bad Batch arc. 
And uh, King Tom, did you watch this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a good episode, a, a good ending episode. I ended up liking the arc a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Had, you know, plenty of Jedi action. There were, there was one shot that was an homage to a very early Ralph McQuarrie uh, painting of Y Wings making an assault on the Death Star, which I marked out for. And just, there was just a bunch of good stuff in the episode. So no complaints. Yeah. Yeah. This, but, this particular episode made me like the overall arc mm-hmm. better. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it up until now, but it, it sort of, it wrapped it up very nicely. And it's something interesting about this episode is they don't pull any punches as far as the other clones being wary of Echo. And I'm mm-hmm. glad they didn't just throw him back in there and everything's cool. It was realistic. There's like, here's this guy who's been held captive by the enemy and used as a tool for them. And so they're not just like, Oh, Hey buddy, come on in. And they handled it in a way that was uh, serious, but funny and respectful all at the same time. And it, it, you also get to see Anakin sort of lose it. And Mm -hmm. uh, that was a nice touch, man. I mean, you've seen him get mad a couple of times, but he, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. Tell me the sequence to disarm the bomb. Never. Dooku would kill me for losing Anaxus. And you think I won't? You're a Jedi. You're no more. I don't have such weaknesses. Now let's try that again. So he, <laughs> it, he feels that like the very main tenets of the Jedi are a weakness that he isn't encumbered by. So I, I just thought that was a, an interesting way to mm-hmm. phrase it, if you will. My opinion is kind of on the lines of King Tom. I, I'm glad that they ended it that way because I wasn't digging this arc as much as I was after the second episode. It was super cool. And I was like, okay, great. This one kind of rounded it off and it was, uh, it was done really well. That's was good. I'm enjoying this mm-hmm. season. There were some good comedic elements in it. Mace Windu gives a pretty bitchin' speech. <laughs> My name is General Mace Windu of the Jedi Order. At this point of the Clone War, I have dismantled and destroyed over 100,000 of you Type 1 battle droids. I'm giving you an opportunity to peacefully lay down your weapons so that you may be reprogrammed to serve a better purpose than spreading the mindless violence and chaos which you have inflicted upon the galaxy. <laughs> that gets cut yeah. off in a funny way. And uh, yeah, just stuff like that. That's If you're going to make a cartoon like that, that's the way to do it. My kids, I, I really, they sort of lost interest in the Bad Batch already. They were done caring. And so I couldn't, even, I couldn't really get them on board with, with watching this episode with me. I've had it on in the house a couple of different times. But uh, I, <laughs> I do think there was one moment in there where... Um, a guy is running away. His name's Crosshair. And he's throwing what looked like you expect are going to be explosives on things as he's going. And it ends up setting up the most baller you miss me. shot of all no. time. So de- it's worth watching. Just go watch it. Relax, Wrecker. You'll top him next time. No, he won't. Ace job on the animation, as Eric would say. Yeah. Ace job. All right. So thank you for that Star Wars talk, Mr. Struthers. Thank you very much. There's not a lot of Star Wars stuff going on. Check out the digital copy, digital version of The Rise of Skywalker, not American Idol. Check out Clone Wars. You're going to love it. 
So we have that. Now we have an email from our friend Turbo. He's got uh, some kind of thing here. Here, let's see. With all this doom and gloom in the world, well, I should start it off by saying good day, Sith listeners. With all this doom and gloom in the world, Rick's email from last week has got me thinking, planted a seed, if you will. There will probably be many babies being born nine months from now. Speaking of planting a seed. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. I am so <laughs> proud of you right now. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> That's good gear, man. Want- you, you nailed it. I'm sure he nailed it too. I wonder if <laughs> I wonder if the Sith list is what he was listening to when he's conceiving that seed, when he's planting that seed. That'd be weird. I'd hope not. Mm. But people won't be screwing in cinemas or drive-ins. It will be streaming videos at home in isolation. Good, good call. Will they be getting down to the Rise of Skywalker or American Idol? Most popular baby names would be Kylo and Rey. Only time will tell. Looking back to roughly nine months before I was born, and that was the films were released at that time, I can't imagine my parents getting down to Young Frankenstein or Towering Inferno. Well, <laughs> Turbo, it depends on what you mean by Towering Inferno. They would most likely be listening to music at home. So what was the number one song or albums around nine months before I was born? In Australia, the number one song was Kung Fu Fighting by Carl Douglas. Wow. That's epic. Nice. Nice, nice. Number one album was Skyhooks, Living in the 70s. Um, what were your parents getting down to? Okay, so we're going to pause this right now, and then we're going to get back to you with all of our number one Smash Town songs for our parents. Never thought I'd say parents and Smash Town. Oh, yeah, that's so bad. So bad. We'll be right back after these messages. The music you love on the radio is right here live on stage. Do the music with Dion and the hit sounds of Aha. This week's Solid Gold has got it all. From the R&B smash of Whitney Houston in stereo. To the sultry 50 sounds of Mr. Ronnie Millsap. Share a special love song with guest host Air Supply and Kenny Loggins. All on the new Solid Gold. Saturday at 6 and Sunday at 11 in stereo on Channel 11. Now back to our show. Okay, so we have our songs. There are number one songs and then there are songs that we wish our parents were banging to, to conceive us. Does that make sense? Okay, for in, that, in that time frame. Not that year, in that time frame. Right. So what was it like, you know, it can't be just some random song. Does that make sense? Yeah. Understood. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Go ahead. Les. Here's the, the deal. Song. That's fine. How, yeah. how often was the number one song at any given time your jam? You know, I mean, That's your parents true. are people too, man. That is true. That is true. I agree. Okay. I have uh, two that I'll, I'll let Les, you go first. You're very excited about this. I'm not excited. I just know that there's a lot of songs as I'm looking over this list that I could see my father listening to. And playing, and my mom jamming with, and then my mom playing too, and enjoying. And there's some songs that I've found, but I will say this much: I was born in 1978, Mm -hmm. so I know that Christmas time was 1977 was the deal. Mm -hmm. The deal went down, I'm sure. Okay. (laughs) Or January, New Year's, around that time Uh for me to be born in September, so Uh that's nine months. Um, But I'm gonna say there's so many awesome songs, but. Grease came out in 1978 <gasps> nice. and dominated the Grease chart. Lightning dominated the charts. I so heard it was the word. Cre- I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> so there's a lot of it. Saturday Night uh, Saturday Night Fever came out Ooh. in that year too. Night Fever's up here. That uh, is a great song. Staying Alive is on here. You're the one that I want is on here. Three Times a Lady by the Commodores is on oh, here. Oh, it's a great song. Guess, so, guess great who's songs. on American Idol? Full circle. Lionel Richie. That's yes. right. So there's all kinds of stuff, but I'm going to go ahead and use Hot Blooded because my dad really loved, you know, rock. Lou Graham, right, Garrick? Lou Graham? 
Hot Politicus. Lead singer or foreigner? That that would be it. I hope. Mm-hmm. I think it's Lou Grant. Yep. You yep, we recently added right. that song to our repertoire. Well, there it is, man. Look at that. Dust in the Wind is on here, man. That's a great song. Just so you guys know. It, it used is to be My Girl by the OJs. I'm sorry. I'm so just pick a song. I'm going to pick. Close your eyes and think about that. T- no, don't do that. Well, the song I would like to think that was used was Groove Line by Heat Wave, which is one of my favorite songs. So okay. hopefully that happens. Let's just, okay, let's just. Hopefully that happens. Per- let's pretend that. Boo? Uh, mine is uh, I came in like a rainbow. Uh, it's my song. No, I'm not thank God. I'm not that young. Uh, um, <laughs> end of the road by Boys to Men. Oh, and I that would have been the song. I don't for think you so. that that yeah that probably I, I, think I don't so. I don't think my parents no they would no them. because their his parents were listening uh, to classic classic yeah, rock yeah exactly your dad was listening to Zeppelin yeah exactly okay Strathers. Well, okay, so in... Don't say Mozart, dude. Like last week, you said <laughs> that. Last week, you know, don't say Mozart or Beethoven. How dare you? Okay. Say, you made that Harry, joke last week. Well, you totally took the wind out of my sails here. <laughs> the, yeah. In the, I was born in October of 73. So in January of 73, uh, there were three songs that were like just bouncing around all trying to get to number one. You had uh, Me and Mrs. Jones. By Billy Paul. I'm sure you've heard Ooh, that song. Good song. Damn. Uh, Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Oh, of course. Shit. That was the like the the strutting down the sidewalk song, man, before Saturday Night Fever came out. Mm-hmm. Um, You're So Vain by Carly Simon, which man. Hey now. But there's a song that I, if you've never heard it, you need to listen to it. Okay. But it is called I Want to Be With You by the raspberries and that Ooh. is definitely uh you're young cruising trying to you know hook up with chicks that was a that's a good one right there nice those are good ones man so yeah. you're gonna separate, go with that one. separate ways by elvis was big around that time too oh yeah. oh my gosh journey did an elvis cover <laughs> have you ever heard it <laughs> no really king good, tom go ahead. what did your um, parents bone to they, uh, yeah, they didn't have great taste in music, at mm. least around this time. And uh, the only thing I'm seeing in Janu- mid-January of 77 is You Make Me Feel Like Dancing by Leo Sayer. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Car Wash by Rose Royce. There we go. That's Clap. happening for real. Back in the day. Yeah. My, Although oh, I, the I, came out, I came out to Mecco's Disco Star Wars song, so I'd much rather that. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Um, for me, it's uh, looks like it's pick uh, pick up the pieces by Average White Band. Good song, oh, dude. dude. That song kills. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that, dude. I'm gonna just stick with that. But also, Lady Marmalade was around that. I'm time. just saying, the where you scroll down the list on my year is so much badass stuff, dude. So I wonder why that's my dad al- always said like. Hoochie, and I love yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad was very, very. He loved those lines. He had that tattoo on him. Hoochie oh. coochie, ay ay ay. Gitchy gitchy, ay ay dot. Well, no, he had hoochie coochie. Okay. That was a little freak. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, Turbo, for, for sending that. That was awesome. Appreciate it. That was fun. That guy Come rules. Come Sail Away was in my ear, dude. Come Sail Away is a stick. Great song. Great song. All right, so that's a good one. We have another email. 
Lumberjack Nick. Hey, y'all. I'm not right. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not writing in to talk about my toilet broke while I was out of town and destroyed my entire house or ruined faces of death for you by revealing it's actually fake. You really killed Les's no, childhood. I knew. You, 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 you know. Instead, I'm writing to tell you that the very next day after I found out my wife bought me celebration tickets for my birthday, the rumors started going around that they might cancel celebration. Don't even say that out loud. Forgive if you've already talked about this. With all the craziness going around the world, I missed last week's episode. That's okay. Do you think that they've just postponed celebration or cancel it outright? Also, if they did cancel, would anybody be meeting up anyway? Before I found out my wife got tickets, I was planning on just going down and hanging out around outside trying to meet up with people because after all, that's the best part of celebration. Lumberjack Nick. Thank you, Lumberjack Nick. Actually, that's a great thing. (laughs) Good one there. Do that again, Eric. Lost my mojo now. I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was it. It was one time and done. Lumberjack Nick, thank you for that email. Hopefully they don't postpone it. They've been postponing and canceling a lot of things. We got, we we're going to go to WonderCon. We got press passes and they postponed that. This is a big deal because everybody was planning to come down to our state and hang out with us. We're going to have an MSW celebration party and all that good stuff. So hopefully it still goes on and hopefully we can see all you lovely people and all your lovely faces. I think they're going to postpone it before they cancel it. It's my opinion. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, we still have some time before they have to make a decision. Yeah. Thank, thank God. Right. So hopefully things start to kind of level off, balance out. Yeah, whatever. Good luck comes flatten our way. The curve. So there you yes, go. Flatten the curve. That is that is the phrase. Um, so yeah, so hopefully with, with the amount of time that we still have in between, I think I'd, I think if they do make a decision within the next few months, it'll be to postpone. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully they don't have to, but we'll see. Yeah, that would really suck. I was really looking forward to hanging out with all you guys. Absolutely, man. And yeah. I would, Lumberjack Nick, I especially, man, I really want to hang out with you, dude. He is a, He's good, a cool good, good guy, Lumberjack Nick. Great is. guy. Yep. And um, yeah, here's the thing. If they cancel it, I would be tempted to go ahead and have a big meetup anyway, but the reason for the cancellation might lend itself towards the desire to not travel, period. Just mm-hmm. depending on where things are. Um, I in my heart, I want to believe that's just not going to be a non-issue and celebration will happen as planned. Um, the bad thing about, about that is, is all my gigs have just completely dried up. Oh, you know, the, all the bars are closed. Yeah. All, any other venues are closed. We're as artists, we're trying to find a clever ways to sort of keep ourselves out there. But the problem is, is that none of it is income generating. Hey, let's get this and we'll do this and we'll live stream a show. That's great. But, um, I need money too. I love playing music. Don't get me wrong. But I, part of it is a massive chunk of my income that is just Mm -hmm. on hold right now. And unfortunately as an independent artist, you, you you don't you don't file for unemployment. There there's no such thing. And you're an independent contractor, yeah. Yeah. So you're just hopefully everything works out because that that money is how I was going to get to celebration. So oh, we'll just have to see what happens, man. And and for Lumberjack Nick, you had a great idea. If you don't have tickets, if it is gonna happen, if you don't have tickets, come outside and hang out. Trust me. It is going to be a blast no matter what. And meeting us, meeting us is the best part. <laughs> meeting everybody and hanging out is just the best us. part. No, no, just us. Just us. Just everybody us. else. We're going we're gonna to be really fun. Yeah. Trust me. You want to hang out with us. Hoot. Bad motivators, I guess. 
Maybe. Yeah. If you have one of what three. Do you mean you guess. Cool one of the Let's three. Steal. Well, I was going to say Dallas and Luke because, and, and Eric, I guess. So let's move on to something else that I want to do. We're going to do a new segment here. That's always good news. No. <laughs> I don't even know if you guys even know what we're going to do, but it's going to be called Hip Hop or Shakespeare. Hip Hop is Shakespeare. And Shakespeare. I'm going to recite a line from Shakespeare or Hip Hop, and you're going to tell me if it's Hip Hop or Shakespeare. And I'm going to go down the line and ask you guys. I have it on my phone, so you guys can't see on the screen what the answers are. Eric and King Tom, are you ready for our first annual hip hop or Shakespeare? Really so dry out do there, it isn't once it? Once a year? If, no. If there's, no, there's no first annual anything. It's the inaugural. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you if you meant inaugur- inaugural. That siren you hear is the grammar police. And they've come and they've arrested you know me. It. And if we're not playing this game for another year, hey. <laughs> oh, we might not do another podcast for another year. They want to be but. sure. They're like, yeah, let's, let's make this yeah. a fact. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm going to go with Les first. Well, you got to put me on the spot. Why don't you just say the lyric and then shoot every? Because out of all of us, you have probably. Don't you dare. <laughs> Fucking do that shit. <laughs> what? I was just gonna say you have that more knowledge Shakespeare. You have more knowledge in hip hop than any of us. Uh, Shakespeare, sir. I'm a true thespian. Oh, are you? Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you this one. Well, here we go. Everything you stand for turns on you to spite you. Hip hop or Shakespeare? What the hell? Everything you stand for turns on you to spite you. It is not your question, but put your hand down. First and foremost, Boo knows this one. Please, we have a time limit. No, no, no. You go and listen to like certain types Stalling. of hip hop. I really don't. I did not. I found this online. I didn't go study hip hop songs right. well, anyways, and, and, and I'm gonna, read I'm gonna Shakespeare go to get the segment. Buzz myself out. I want to say it's a battle rap. Man, just tell me if it's I'm Shakespeare or hip hop. So I'm going to say it's hip hop. You're correct. It is hip hop. It is Eminem from When I'm Gone. Who knew that? And he's very excited about that. Mr. Struthers. Men at some times are masters of their fates. Hip hop or Shakespeare? Go again. Men at some times are masters of their fates. Shakespeare. Correct. Julius Caesar. What are you, what are you mad about? Because it sounds like Shakespeare, man. <laughs> so what did the rapper, first one. What rapper's going to be out there going, men at some times are masters of their feet. Like, seriously? <laughs> okay. That sounds like King that Tom? could totally be a thing. Yeah, yeah really. Actually, yeah, actually, that's a good yeah, song yeah, right yeah, there. King Tom, me, beloved, let's get down to business, mental self-defense fitness. That's <laughs> I, hope that, I hope that's Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, man. That's got to be hip-hop. It is. Public enemy, fight the power. Boo. Desire. Shakespeare. Desi- <laughs> Desire, too much of a good thing. Mm. Ooh. Desire, too much of a good thing. Can you put a beat behind it and, and say it like you would in a song? <laughs> Desire, too much of a good thing. Um... <laughs> the fat boys nice i was about thank to say you. the thank fat you. boys thank straight you. up doing the fat boys um one more time 
The, the little old Persian guys recite hip hop to you guys, the, people. The be- <laughs> this might not be hip hop. It might be Shakespeare. In any way, shape, or form. Desire <laughs> too much of a good thing? Um, I'd say Shakespeare. Correct. As You Like It by Shakespeare. That sounds like a hip hop song, though. As You Like It. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then Some Like it. it Hot by Shakespeare. <laughs> oh. Did we get all our answers right? Yeah, you bastards. Mm-hmm. This game didn't work out. That's why we're doing it annually. and that was the first and last hip hop or Shakespeare hip hop is Shakespeare and Shakespeare is thanks for listening let's read another email an email from Tyson go ahead Les Hey, y'all. I fucking love listening to you guys. God, everybody's been so nice. <laughs> it's nice to listen to something where I can know everything you guys are talking about. They're desperate. I noticed you guys <laughs> have not really talked about The Witcher, which, LOL, I went into with ah. low expectation because the critics killed it. So we come to find out that most of the critics made their reviews by only watching one or two up. Mm. It was a strange show because the timeline is totally out of whack because you don't realize that the three character stories are happening at a totally different time until you are four episodes in, which is confusing. But after that happens, it all makes sense and is great. I do think the show would benefit itself if it showed a map of the world or land a la Game of Thrones. My question is more of a statement. Question. Have you guys watched The Last Kingdom on Netflix? If you haven't yet, you need to. Anyway, my rambling is over. Keep up the good work. Tyson. Thank you, Tyson. And since we don't talk about The Witcher, I think Boo and I think Les, I think they need to talk about The Witcher. What do you guys think about The Witcher? I've only seen it up to episode three. That's why I guess I'm very confused because I haven't seen episode four. What do you guys think about The Witcher? I think um, we need the second season as soon as possible. Yeah, that's not happening. That guy, that guy. I know, which is terrible because... Because Harry Cavill's pecs. It's really, it was really good. And you're right. Once you, once you figure out what's going on and once everything comes together and everybody's storylines converge, intersect, it's full steam ahead. And... For adaptation of a short story series to a video game to live action, this is probably the best way to do it. Completely agree. Yeah, no, it was confusing at first. It takes, yeah, it takes a few episodes to figure out that these are different timelines that do converge at some point. They did say that season two will be more linear, which I think is better. In the, in the long run, it'll be better. Great show. Choreography is fantastic. Henry, Henry Cavill's great, great characters. CGI is great, but when people were afraid that this would be a bit of like too magical of a show, not that much. It's got it's got its nice nice touches in it. Does a very good job. Yeah, no, I can't wait for season two whenever that begins to uh, go back into production. Highly highly recommend it. There you go, Tyson. We talked some Witcher, and you knew about that one too. So thank you for that. And uh, Last Kingdom. Anybody watch that? What the hell is Last Which Kingdom about? I, why, why I, am I feeling I, like an idiot right now? Why does that ring a bell? It's on Netflix. Um, I don't think any of us have just. What is it? <laughs> I'm glad we do a pop culture podcast. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Because yeah, um, it sounds like a if I'm not scene who, heard who literally goes, what is it? <laughs> what is it? If I'm not mistaken, I think it's a Viking kind of based. Oh, that's Vikings. No, there is Vikings. I know. And there's, I think this one is like that, but I think it's a comedy. Mm. It has a comical, comical at, uh, like, like a. No, you're thinking of the one that's on TBS. No, there's one. Very funny. That one has it too. There's a comedy, Thanks, a comedic element one. to it. Let's look up Last Kingdom right now. What is it? Ships. I saw them first from the beach. What ships? Thanes. We were kings there once, boy. Our ancestors took this land, and it has been strengthened with our blood and bone. Now you are the new heir of Bebenburg. 
And you will die for it if needed. Yes, Father. What kind of hell is this? If my brother falls in battle, the boy must fall. Lift up your sword and spare these men of England who fight in your name. <laughs> Do not forsake us. Do not forsake England. You can forget all about your English life. We like you, boy. You're a son to me now. One day, it is my hope that all kingdoms will become one, united under one god. One king? Yes. The idea of a single kingdom called England has to begin here. I will not stand by and have everything that's mine taken from me. I'm going back to the beginning. I am Uhtred of Bebenban. I shall take what is mine. Bebenban's mine! All right, we definitely need to check out Last Kingdom. Okay, well, thank you, Tyson. Appreciate that. Now we have a special trailer trash coming from the king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. He has brought us a trailer to behold. So let's behold it. Do you want to hear the story behind it? But first, King Tom, let's hear the story behind it. Okay. I was a communication major in college and I concentrated in film. So I took a lot of film history, film cr- criticism classes. I also took a filmmaking class, which uh, wasn't my thing. And one of the reasons it wasn't my thing was because of the professor. This was the first, this is the mid 90s, is the first class he ever taught. The reason he got the gig was because he graduated from my college and he had some experience in the film industry. And I realize it's a very tough business to get into. Uh, and he he was an editor on a few feature films, and he actually directed one feature film and a you know made straight to HBO movie. The thing is, the guy he was not my kind of guy. He had a bit of an ego, and was very. It was either his way or you failed. King Tom, you can say he's an asshole. Just say he's an asshole. <laughs> he, he was a dick. Okay, but good. get it out. Always, get out of your would, system. He would always talk about this movie he directed. This mysterious movie he directed. And when he directed the movie that he did this, and when he did his movie, he did this. And yeah, this was before IMDb and YouTube. So it was tough to look up, but it came out near the end of the semester that the movie he directed was called Blades. And it was Ooh. a Tromaville movie. Okay. Okay. We talked so about it last week. I, 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 won't, I won't make any more comments until after we've seen okay. The, okay. the trail. I thought you were going to say he directed Deep Throat. And I was just like, Golf. For the pros at tall grass, it's a game of big money and prestige. We're going to have the finest tournament this golf course has ever seen. My God, we're talking. Is this Caddyshack? A game where playing around implies much more than just 18 holes. I think I like your shaft better. Whoa, nice <laughs> shaft joke. Damn, that was a great shaft joke. New meaning. I've seen mutilations amputations and decapitations we're dealing with a maniac using some kind of a power tool his head had been severed from his shoulders ew oh. now they are faced with the dilemma of whether to call off the tournament absolutely not this is jaws golf or confront the deadly killer What the You're fuck? using a lawnmower? Is it a, a blade? Yeah. I get it. It's a sentient lawnmower. I think that's oh. the case. 
What's this? Maximum overdrive? Just stand there, lady. Get oh <laughs> damn it. It's literally the jaws yeah. shot right there. <laughs> oh my god, that guy's oh Oh no. He got dropped. Oh, <laughs> no! oh no. Underneath the lawnmower. Oh, ch <laughs> children of the corn shot. Just when you thought it was safe to putt. Oh my well, god. Even with the jaws <laughs> gag and everything. Wow. Yeah. Even um, when you thought it was safe to putt. <laughs> King Tom. Holy <laughs> shit. That was epic. Epic. That was straight from the genius who taught me film. But here's the thing. I kind of want to see this. Me too. I actually do. I got to watch it now. The itch is there like, that needs to be scratched. This We have to watch this. How long is this film? Maybe we can do a commentary. Uh, maybe. Some quarantine commentary. When we do a Patreon. We have to watch films and just, you know, mystery science it. That was very, very interesting to say. The Guys, least you need bit. to check out 1989 Blades. And you'll know why it's called Blades. Not only that, the, 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 the lawnmower monster, whatever you want to call it, kind of had a humanoid in a silhouette. It had it's balloons like, on it, right? Like its arms. Like, <laughs> yeah, it looked like, it looked like, like those like things where arms were moving around. It was like it was Johnny like Five alive. is alive. Yeah, that's like Johnny right. Five. Short circuit. Short circuit. And it's not just like regular. It's like one of those big ass ride mowers. It's like a John Deere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been a better movie on the golf course would have been Balls. And it would have been... <laughs> That machine that picks up the balls that you drive oh, a cart around and it's shooting it shoots people in the head. That's the sequel. <laughs> balls. It's balls, balls with balls. a Z and it's like balls. Balls, blades. It just wipes out half the, pe half the gallery. Wow. King Tom, that was pretty epic. I, I yeah. really want to watch this film now. <laughs> but did they cancel the tournament? Yeah. Absolutely Ooh. not. It, was it like Masters? Uh, this was yeah, Augusta exactly. or what? Yeah. <laughs> Beach. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure if we watch it, we'll figure out that it was basically the only moneymaker for the whole town and they had to have this thing go on no matter what. Kind of like the <laughs> skateboarding slalom. And and the machine was like, you're not bringing no damn tourists to my town, dude. This is my damn golf course. Right. So is, is, there like an, is there like an evil entity inside the lawnmower? Is this like a Freddy Krueger thing? I think that's the idea. I think that's why we have to watch it. I know. Very, well, we got to get the backstory. I'm very this intrigued. machine didn't want Tiger Woods showing up and dominating. He was like, "I'm going to kill everybody. He'll never come through." <laughs> and they had the Jaws shots, the music, yeah, that was the great. GoPro shots of the people going Eric? underneath. No, we didn't lose Eric. Eric's still frustrated. No, I'm here. He's just dumbfounded. Or maybe yeah, he's lost <laughs> for words after he saw Blades. <laughs> but it did have a great line. I think he checked like out after shaft. that Shaft joke. Yeah, I, I like think the shaft. shaft joke and just sent him somewhere else. And he's like, I'm done. That's my kind of comedy. <laughs> it's right time there. to time to end the podcast. Yeah, because yeah, with the, with the jokes, it's, I was like, is this a porno? What's going that's on? That's what I thought mm -hmm. too. But that's Tromaville. They have all kinds <laughs> of like wow, very very on the nose. That's a good one, King Tom. Double entendre, like jokes, man. Very very good one. Thank you for that, King Tom. You've spiked my interest in blades. All right. We have an email from OG Rob. Go ahead, Les. OG Rob is weighing in here. Hey, Sith List. Hope you guys are still recording and able to maintain adequate social distance from each other. Yeah. Actually, uh, Les is not even Don't in this even room right it. now. Boo is in the bathroom. <laughs> I know this is not an issue for King Tom and Eric, but for Les, Boo, and Araj, here's a suggestion. Mm -hmm. Tape two yardsticks together end to end. Whenever you get near each other, hold one of your now two yardstick to your chest while making sure that it is parallel to the ground. To operate, all you do is make a 360 degree turn in place. If someone is within your six foot radius, they'll get hit with the stick and be alerted that they are too close. Now, Rob, I don't need a yardstick, you know what I mean? <laughs> boom, boom. Simple but effective. I try to market this but foresee a lot of liability issues to, due to misuse. 
On the other hand, they'll sell $200 lightsabers like hotcakes. So maybe a trip to Shark Tank? On another note, <laughs> while I have not seen Troll 1 or Troll 2, I have watched the excellent documentary, The Best Worst Movie, which follows two of the cast members as they start to gain some notoriety when more and more people start v- viewing the movie as a lark. It is definitely a little out there, but worth a look. Boo, during this shutdown of society, you better watch The Last Dragon. Please stay safe and thanks for providing some levity to the world. We definitely need it right. Thanks. Later, OG Rob. Thank you, OG Rob. Appreciate that. The best worst movie has been um, suggested to us multiple people. And thank you for the suggestions. Yeah, we can't. Uh, I can't wait to watch that too. Now, is it a documentary on Troll 2? Yeah, it's a documentary on Troll 2. Oh, man. Green. Are they, they going to have the director going, you are liars, you are liars? I think, I think it's about wow. that. I have right. a feeling it's about that whole ridiculous fucking thing You bunch of dogs, you. You lies. <laughs> You were lying. <laughs> so thanks, OG Rob. We appreciate it. Stay safe, please. Be safe, stay safe, and all that great stuff. Remember, we were talked about a couple weeks ago. We had those songs, and I butchered like "Reach Out and Touch May." Faith. I remembered another one. You know the Pretenders, Brass and Pocket. Great song. Love the Pretenders. You know, I'm gonna use my arms. Use my legs. Gonna use my style. Well, I thought. Gonna use my sassy. This whole time it was sassy, uh-huh. but it's sidestep. There's 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 a few songs where they have phrases like that where I'm like, I don't know. I guess that's just something they made up. So I'm like, sure. So I never thought it would be like a word of like sassy. Sassy. I, I, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't recognize anything. So I'm like, all right, they just put something in there. Sure. Yeah. Sidestep. And uh, we talked about Bee Gees earlier, right? Yeah. The, you know, dancing. What the heck does he say? Doing it in the butt. Something in the butt. Like, what is he saying there? It's, what are you doing on your back? No. What you doing on your back? You're not supposed to be on the wall. Don't be leaning on the wall. What you doing on your back? Is what you doing on your back. And then it's, you should. He doesn't sound like, what you doing on your back? He says, what are you doing on your back? It it is. It is. uh, What you doing on your back? Yeah. That makes sense now. What are you doing on your back? I thought it had something to do with your butt. Now, if you, uh, what's the other song? I cool in a gang song. Get down on it. Get down on it. If I'm not mistaken. It's get your back up on the, the wall. wall. Dance. Dance. Come, Come on. on. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah. I got that one. I, so there was that's kind of it. Go ahead, King Tom. I was gonna say that I had one when I was a kid. You know that Prince song about the girl in the hat. Whenever it came on the radio, I could never <laughs> figure out why the raspberries were having a parade. Oh, that is always the one. That That is it. That's wonderful. Can you find a secondhand store? Makes sense. I didn't know it was about. I didn't know it was a beret until I was like twenty-five. That's a great one. (laughs) See, that's worse than reach out and touch me. Okay, raspberry parade. Yeah, but I never, I never went to a Prince concert and sung it. I just had, you know, I think it was my wife. You know what, King Tom? (laughs) You know, mine. I had another one that I hit, and I should have thrown it out there. So, uh, Beck song, loser. Yeah, there's part of the song where I thought he was saying because as you listen to the lyrics, I thought he was saying things like "slam my own head in the door," mm-hmm. and then oh, I'm like singing his song. And I'm like, wow, I guess this guy really is a loser. And it's like, but one of my friends he started singing it and he said it, the lyric is in Spanish actually, <laughs> so it's so. And I'm like singing along with him and he's like, he's singing because he's like, dude, it's Spanish. And I'm like, uh, no. And then he's like, yeah, listen. And he says it. He's all, it's Spanish for I'm a loser. And I'm like, 
oh shit i <laughs> thought he was like really trying to self-harm himself there dude. that oh <laughs> Damn. That, that song has one of the coolest lines and my time is a piece of wax falling on a termite who's choking on the splinters love it Oh, and in the, in the time of chimpanzees, I was, was a, a monkey. monkey. You know, no. we need to do Beck, a music minute Beck is on the Beck. Shit. I've seen. God dang it! Are we going to do it right now? Are we just going to no, do it right now? No, we're going to save it. But Beck was the shit, and still is the he shit. He still is. Yeah, I've seen him multiple times Jeez. live. He's a great entertainer. He's awesome, and he wears that damn hat. Beck Hansen's his name. You know, that's right. He was great on uh, Futurama. Yes. Oh yes. Fantastic. Yes. 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 Fantastic. He's a great. Is that so the talented. episode where a bender gets? St- Attacked by the can opener? Yes. And he has the and he has the washboard and he does like a 30-minute solo. Yeah. We don't normally play that song that long, but we got into a thing. <laughs> that was the greatest two and a half hour solo I've ever heard. Odalay's oh, not even a word. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's right. Look it up album. in the Bectionary. Bectionary. <laughs> All right. I think we've had way too much fun on this episode. Back to reality. Oh. Oh, I was going to do Shakespeare right there. Or was it Eminem? Mr. King Tom Chansky, where can people listen to you recite sonnets? Yeah, not, not playing rapper Shakespeare, that's for sure. It's oh, annual, buddy. Next year we'll do it again. <laughs> I'm looking forward better. to it. It'll be better. Tom Chansky on Twitter here on the Sith List. And then I do Patreon shows for the Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest, and Steel Wars. Every Patreon show out there, King Tom has got his footprint to fill in the coffers. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Shrothers, where can people listen to you berate me? <laughs> I can not, not enough places. How yeah. dare you? Give All me of a sudden, list. everyone's ganging up on me. Okay, you got, we get it. Hey, if you have, do you, you have Google Earth on your phone? Well, you're going to need it for this. But no, seriously, check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where me and two other dudes basically talk crap on a rage the whole time, every week. It's uh, not true. Those guys are nice to me. What? Those two guys are nice to me. Oh, that's because on air at least. <laughs> on air. But anyway, you follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. And seriously, Arage rules as the rest of the cast of this show does. And the Bad Motivators, not bad. They're great too. And I can't wait to be on the Bad Motivators this Monday. I am stepping in to that podcast for the first time ever. And I can't wait. I am so motivated. Quarantine has hit hard, hasn't it? <laughs> so motivated. <laughs> They're getting desperate for guests. Boo, speaking of desperate, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo, and you can find me here on the Sith List. All right, Mr. Gonzalez. You guys can find me hanging out on Twitter. Actually, not really. I don't do too much. I'm not active. But you do read Twitter a lot. At you know how I know? Do you know how I know Les reads Twitter a lot? Because he runs into my offense and goes, did you just see what this guy is talking shit on this guy? This guy, you should be talking shit on that guy. He's like, this guy should fight this guy and yes, film it. This guy I want to fight this, each other. I want, I mean, when I see Twitter beef, you all should really settle it the way yeah. it should be. But I understand. I get it. <laughs> Thumb Wars. That's what's going to be the new show. Thumb Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody's brave behind their thumbs. That's right, man. You can find me and my thumbs at the Sith List on Twitter. Check us out. Check out the Bad Motivator episode coming up. Or check out Bad Motivators all the time. Check out King Tom and all his podcasts. Check out Les and Boo on all their podcasts like this one. <laughs> the only one. Yes. Exclusive. And again, thank you for all the emails, all the new emails, all the new listeners. We really appreciate it. Everyone be safe. Please take this seriously. Wash your God forsaken hands constantly. And, Get some sanitizer. And don't touch anybody. Yeah, don't touch anybody. Don't breathe on anybody. Don't take breaths in. 
Just keep Wait, your hands in your pockets. <laughs> yeah. Just just be safe, people. We want you to keep sending us emails. We want you to be at Celebration. We want to party with you. We want to hang out with you. We'll catch you next week on episode number 190, 10 episodes away. You know where we're doing the 200? A hand sanitizer party? This looks looking like it. Catch you next week on episode 190 of The Sith List. Anybody else want to talk about anything else? No? No. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. how dare you. Jesus. Smart. Get the fuck on. God. Let's go. I mean, we're finishing actually an hour and a half earlier than we normally do. All right, here we go. On three. One, two, and three. What a dick. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I'll go at the end of the show. Fuck me, man. You motherfucker. Eric says that the best. No, no. <laughs> you motherfucker. Like, like you feel it. Like, damn. Somebody's fucking up. <laughs> Strathers isn't messing around. <laughs>